Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. If someone asked me, and they're like, hey Matt, I really want to just discuss the Irishman with you. And I'm like, okay. And they say like, what what were the flaws of that movie? Um, too many Dagos, too many Wops, too many Guineas, too many Fredos, not enough Irish people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they started, uh, when De Niro and not Steve Buscemi, Joe, Joe Pesci, when they started actually speaking big Dago. Di- big difference between the two of them, yeah. Uh, when they actually started speaking that Dago Wap pasta language mm. in the diner, I got really offended and I looked at Matt yeah. and I was like, I'm going to turn it off. They're if dipping they the say, fucking bread in the fucking wine over it. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking disgrace. I am. Um, it's interesting you bring up that scene because I actually really liked that scene as far as like. Where'd you learn to speak pasta? Yeah. But he's telling, he's basically telling him, oh, um, I learned it in Italy while committing war crimes. And it's like, Oh, I guess I see why he's a hitman. Against right? Italians. Well, against Germans. Like those are German shoulders, shoulders, soldiers. They were putting in the in the um, grave. See, I thought I thought he was talking about fighting the Italians well, and like putting Italians in the ground. Well, so like the Italian army was like completely ineffective no. for the most part. So um, the Nazis, like Nazi Germany, had to like. They had their own men oh, men okay. helping to defend. And then eventually, um, when uh, you know, Italy surrendered, they the Germany just took over North Italy and Okay, so when the Americans invaded like Sicily, they weren't fighting Italians, they were fighting they were, Germans. They were. It's just the Italians lost immediately and surrendered because okay. they sucked. Oh my fucking yeah. God, there's some fucking soldiers coming over the ridge over there. <laughs> and then Germany basically was like, Okay, well, the, you know, Southern Italy surrendered, but we're gonna we're basically just gonna annex North Italy, and Mussolini's gonna stay in hiding, and we're just gonna own that part and then defend it ourselves, right? Um, but yeah, but movie, yeah, movie. So, yes. um, Bobby De Niro as the Irishman, right? The most fucking Irish dude you've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Only, um, <laughs> yeah, he is actually like I looked it up. He has a little bit of Irish in him, sure, but he's mainly Italian. He's mainly a wop. Yeah. So this doesn't make the movie bad. Okay. But holy shit, are there a lot of old, gross, like looking men, like uh, just ugly looking old men in that movie? And I get it, they're Italians, they can't help it. They age but, poorly. But yes. you look at it and it's just like, oh my god, like the amount of wrinkles in any given scene is is way too Joe, high. Joe Pesci played against type this time. He, instead of being the the, the fucking crazy, explosive yeah. one, he was the calm, cool, collected one. Like, I've, listen, Jimmy, yeah. we like you, but we're gonna fucking whack you. Yeah. You know, it is what it, it is. What it is, dude. I love Joe Pesci, and this is like, like he the calmest he's ever been. But he's not. He hasn't done movies in a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he basically was like he came I'm, out of retirement. For I'm it. retiring, but then for Martin Scorsese, he's like, yeah, I'll come. Someone and, and it might have been you, Cole or yeah. Matt, uh, but one of you guys, I think, told me that like they. To the extras in the movie, they were for like a Joe Pesci fan club. Yeah, so yeah. so they got they got all the extras from a Facebook group being like it's like called Joe Pesci fan page, and there was like Italian American whatever right fan page, and every time Joe Pesci came on screen, they che- they cheered every time he came on set. Yeah, so bunch of fucking dago. Dude, I'd fucking show up for Joe Pesci anyway. He just had to send me a question mark. 
So I I enjoyed the performances. I thought it was great. Um, I thought the story was solid. But my thing was like, one being three and a half hours, I was like asking for it to end towards the end. Okay. But it it felt, especially De Niro's parts felt extremely redundant. So it was like. Uh, you know, Joe Pesci tells De Niro, hey, I need you to kill this guy for me. And he like walks into a coffee shop and blows his brains out. And then he goes and does it again and again and again. Okay. And then we I like that. Then. And then um, yeah. with the whole when it shifted to Jimmy Hoffa, yeah. at first I was like, oh, OK, like we're getting into like some Americana, you know, like history mixed with lore. This is really cool. But then that part just dragged on. And I feel like. The movie would have been better if they had just cut some scenes out. And I know it was like Scorsese just wanting a long ass movie. And he can do that because it's being on Netflix. Um, just as in my personal opinion, as a viewer, um, I thought that took away from the movie. Um, and I didn't, I just like it wasn't like I didn't get a lot out of it. I didn't get the same feelings that I got from like The Lighthouse or Midsommar or whatever. You know, someone's like the <clears throat> the best take about like not liking the movie but having like an opinion on it that I've seen on Twitter. It was uh this guy said um I don't necessarily love The Irishman, but it has a more heart than any fucking Marvel movie I've ever seen. Yeah, so I I, I do want to like go into like talk about just Scorsese himself and like that controversy, right? over his Marvel fucking movie comments, right? Anyway, but, so, it's interesting because for me, like, it's three, it's over three hours, but it just felt like a breeze. Like, it just melted by. Like, I did not feel the length at all. Um, That's what she said? I was gonna, God damn it! I was just about to say, which is not something I usually say. Hey, tight asshole. Um, but, um, So, like, you mentioned, okay, the scenes are redundant, uh, doing the hits, right? Mm-hmm. Though, for me, I like that because um, it showed just the, like, systematic, like, 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 how all these hits are, like, the same, basically, right? And then, like, because he's explaining how you do it. You just get a gun, you, you know, walk up to a guy, two shots to the head, and that's it, right? And that's how quick it could be, right? You could, like, the, um, uh, whoever, the guy who, like, went to the federal building and, and like, did nothing wrong, right? But in a day, it was decided he died. They rolled up that night, shot him in the head. He's, you know, and then that, that's turns it. Turns out he you. did tell somebody. We just didn't know. Yeah. Did, he doesn't tell the right people. Fucking um, Robert De Niro, like, he almost gets popped twice in the movie, right? Like, there's two times where they almost kill him. And it just shows you, like, how fucking monstrous the Italian people are. Because, it, I mean, it's true. The like, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. What's the difference? I wait, can't. wait, what do you mean? You, you tell me, you, you tell, people. You can no, tell, you said you people. You can oh, tell that, the that. fucking day goes apart. I can't. Anyway. Um, yeah, so like the Italian mob is just like, uh, they have like no, they have like these arbitrary rules. Like you can't fucking kill a made yeah. men, but they always kill made men. It doesn't. Right. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a semblance. And like we said earlier, like this is of course an anti-Italian podcast, right? We're definitely racist to all of us towards Italians here. But the thing about it is, is like, it's like they're masking like the cruel and like bestial shit they do, where it's like there's no semblance of society with like this veneer yeah. of uh, society, right? This veneer of rules. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, uh, you're a made man now, like nothing can fucking touch you. And then someone goes into a restaurant and fucking kills you. 
because another boss doesn't like you. Yeah. And it's just like, um, you know, and and they, they break the rules, like, uh, especially from the top down, like where the, the main people go, okay, we don't like how this main man is doing shit. So you can go kill him as like an underling. But as soon as an underling has a problem with a made man, the made man can kill the fucking underling and nothing happens, right? And there's a uh, a scene in The Sopranos that actually like showcases this extremely well where the guy from The Matrix, the uh, guy who's like, I just want fucking, I want to be back in The Matrix, put me back in The oh, Matrix. Yeah, that guy, mm-hmm. yeah, the state, yeah. state guy. He's in, you know, he's in season two, I think, and he he's a made guy. And he, get, he starts pissing, he's on Tony's crew and he starts pissing Tony off because... He goes and he's got like uh, a side piece, like he's got his wife and these guys Guma, of course. Mm-hmm. And the side piece is a stripper at Bada Bing, and yeah. he goes and like she owes money because they like lent her money, so she's working that off as well. Um, and she's a single mom, and he's like, take like I'll take care of you, I'll take care of your fucking kid, blah blah blah, right? And then he um. She says that she's pregnant, I think, or something. And then he beats her to death. Like, And oh. then Tony gets really mad and punches him. And then they, like, even though Tony's the boss, and they all, like, crowd around Tony and, like, no. And they're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He's a made guy. He's allowed to do that. And it's like, these people are fucking, like, it's just like, these people, these Italian mobsters are fucking animals. Like, they aren't fucking humans. Yeah, that's like, and the thing is, is that I think it's good. I mean, like, I, don't, I, I can't imagine most people like our generation believe this, but like before it was like, oh, well, they were like criminals, but they had like standards and a code. And like you see this, like, especially with like The Godfather, I feel like a lot of people like will just I believe. hate that movie. Will just believe that movie is like reality and will have this image of mobsters being like, yeah, they do bad stuff, but they like protect the people. They do it. It's like they would like smack, they would like, if you offended them, they would just bash your brains and they would not think anything about it like kill women children whatever well you know what they say there's no use crying over spilled guineas is that Jack Nicholson? yeah okay Uh, our guest today Jack Nicholson Um, but um, yeah I think that's a good point and like I cause like I mean time and time again it's like um, just reveals that, that these rules don't matter really it's just there so they can feel good about themselves they separate themselves from like regular rank and file criminals when in reality it's like if they need to break them and do horrific shit they'll do it because the the the, the business they're in right necessitates that you know yeah and and you know it, it's shown time and again like when especially like in in like art or whatever when you're watching a show or when you're watching a movie and you go okay these these arbitrary rules are in place and ev- they actually believe like like the mobsters believe that the rules are in place and it makes them more civilized like yeah. there another thing like of course we're always going to go back to the sopranos we stand it here but yes um sure. tony soprano he's taught like he thinks that carmela is having an affair on him even though he's had multiple affairs on her yeah. right and they and the mobsters in the Sopranos all have like a side piece. They're called their guma, right? Like it's the girl that they fuck. It's the, they have their wives and their girlfriends. Yeah. Right. And so Tony is like going around trying to find a new guma and uh, like literally an episode before this. And Carmela is like going to cheat on Tony and she doesn't like, she doesn't cheat on him. She just thinks about cheating on him. Right. And he's like, well, fuck me for believing in traditional family values, you know? And it's like, no dude, like that's, that's not actually, what you believe in 
Because he's shown yeah. that he doesn't believe in that. And well, it, it's like a, a leash, right? Like traditional family values in this case is just like a leash that you control your wives. Yeah, with. the men do whatever because they want. you guilt her over it and you go, you want to be a good wife to your husband. You don't fuck anybody but me. Yeah. While he's like sticking his dick wherever, right? It's it's funny. Like I just listened to like a come town bit on like you can like talk to, to like guys like this, right? Who go... Yeah, I don't, why would you cheat? I don't believe in that, right? And you find out they have like five girlfriends. Yeah. But in their head, they're in five committed relationships with five women who don't know about each other, you know? It's, so. Yeah, it's I, it's kind of ironic that we got on this. I've been watching this um, Spanish series recently called uh, the El Ministerio del Tiempo. Okay. And uh, it's about a time traveling agency in Spain. Mm-hmm. And the girl, like, is literally like, I'm a faithful wife. And he's like, you go to different centuries and fuck women. She's like, oh, well, my wife wasn't born then. Like, I mean, in this case, he does have a point. She does. She has a point. She has a point. Jesus fucking Christ. Cut that. Cut the misgendering. (laughs) There's going to be, like, a knock on the door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm suddenly no longer in the podcast. Stop. This is the Pete Buttigieg police. (laughs) No, I was going to say, oh, I was going to, like, do a call, you know, like, take us way back and be like, oh, Tumblr is here. To take it. <laughs> yeah. That site's been neutered now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You take away people's porn and then they just like lose all fight. Um, can we talk about how Anna Paquin only had seven uh, lines? Yes, yes. She didn't even have seven. Yeah, Matt and I miss a total of like four lines from her. She had three. Yeah. She had three lines. And it was, yeah. what was it, Josh? It was, why did you why? Why didn't why? you call her? Why didn't you call her? Yeah, why, why, why didn't you call her? And Josh and I kept commenting throughout the movie. We're like, this is fucking despicable. I, I was like, I threw up in my mouth a little. Like, I was just like, oh, God, like women are seven fucking lines. So, and this is not entirely my, like, like, like a pin. Like, I just saw, I saw someone say something similar to this and I agreed, right? This before I saw the movie. And then I saw the movie and I was like, okay, this, like, so again, it's, people not understanding that like what's like what's like diegetically happening in a movie isn't exactly what's going on right scorsese doesn't you know make the women in this movie like like you know an afterthought because he doesn't like women they're an afterthought because the these men right to them their women are afterthoughts their families are Mm -hmm. afterthoughts what's real and immediate to them is the life is their jobs right and they'll act like they're good family men. They care about their family, but they don't give a fuck. It's like Walter White in Breaking Bad, right? At the very end, he's like, it was all for me. Like, they do this shit because they want the wealth, the and, power, all that stuff. And Scorsese, I think it's, I think people confuse um, representation or whatever for good representation or, yeah. or like, the, the, the fact that there isn't any representation as bad representation. So it's like... They say, okay, well, Anna Paquin, right, is, like, one of the few females that has lines in the movie, and there's, like, very few lines for the females, right? And Anna Paquin only has three, so it's obviously horrible because she doesn't speak. And it's like, well, no, like, the story is, like, of this, like, Irish guy who's in this mob, right? He's the, the Irishman. And it, it shows throughout the film that the way that those guys live their lives is that, like you said, Cole, like, the women are superfluous to them. They don't yeah. care about them. They're in it for themselves. And it, and Scorsese goes out of his way, I feel like, to show you at the very end 
that it's not worth it. Yeah. Like it's, it is alone in a, in a retirement home. His, the one woman he wants to talk to refuses to speak to him. Yeah. And she, he hasn't talked to her in years. And that's the thing. Like he goes out of his way to show you that these are bad people. And, and you know, you have people, um, and Cole and I were discussing this when we went to go see knives out. Yeah. You have people who think that, uh, Black Panther, just because Black Panther has like black people on it, it's like, oh, well, that's good, you know, African or African American, whatever representation. But it's like, well, when you look in the story, you can't say Black Panther's bad, right? Because people are like, you can't say it. It's bad. It's a bad movie. But when you listen to the story, like, listen to the story on paper, it's about uh, a king, right? An African king who, uh, like, a a birthright king, right? Who, um, loses to his cousin who is an african-american and who like understands like racism who has a fucking point yeah right like his cousin has a point and they make they make killmonger evil just because right they go okay well he killed claw and he killed you know his girlfriend or whatever like he killed women and blah blah they have to go out of their way to like make him evil even though he's got a point right and then so to to thwart the guy who wants to end racism towards African-Americans, they have the birthright African king team up with the white CIA agent. Fucking, to, I told Matt, too. Well, I actually had this conversation with someone last night where I was explaining why I didn't like Black Panther. And, of course, as a white man, it's because I hate to see non-white people you know, in a movie. Of yeah. course, right? That's always inherently, I can't get rid of that. But on a deeper level, it's because... As a, a film auteur, right? No, it's because again, yeah. Like I was saying this too. I was like, like T'Challa, like the movie paints T'Challa as the rightful leader, and like, why is he the rightful leader? Because his daddy was, because his you know daddy T'Challa was Black Panther, so he gets to be Black Panther too. It's only fair, all right. And then okay, so they have the fight, right? So oh, he gets to prove himself as the leader. He just he gets his ass kicked for the first part, and then just gets the guy in the arm bar. And that he gets to be fucking king of this of this country because he got a guy in an arm bar. Are you kidding me, right? No, like that's bullshit. Um, and again, yeah, this guy comes in, Killmonger comes in, and it's like framed as a bad thing that he burns all the plants, right? He says, "I'm going to be the last Black Panther." I'm like, that's actually like a, a good, good thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm going to be the last ultra powerful, you know, whatever right like 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 i'm like this is a technocratic monarchy right and it's like a bad thing that's going to be toppled over and again the fucking if you know the history just like a barely any history of the cia in africa right i was like matt yeah i fucking patrice lumumba would have loved to have this fucking cia guy you know on his side and instead of like like we should make black panther with that story right where instead of you know the cia helping mabutu sesi seiko you know kidnap him and murder him that he actually gets to be fucking the rightful prime minister of the congo i honestly don't know if you're making up these names or no this is true making them up for a minute patrice lumumbo is the first prime minister of the congo after the belgians pulled out and then the c and then you know the cia basically helped his uh uh, there's a, there's a uh, rebellious province called Katanga, I think, led by Mobutu Sese Seko, who, um, with the help of the CIA, toppled 
let's purchase Lumumba because Lumumba was looking to the Soviet Union for assistance uh, because the Belgians Bad move there because the Belgians are trying to like like suck <clears throat> the last bit of resources out of their former colony and then they kidnapped him and, and tied him to a tree and murdered him and then Mobutu Sese Seko became uh, the uh, authoritarian dictator of the Congo which he renamed to Zaire for like 25 years so that's what we want to see so yeah so that's what I was saying like would have loved to see the so, so, CIA so guy then. So, long story long, right? Yeah. Fucking representation in film uh, doesn't necessarily mean good representation or, um, you know, the lack of, like, lines for Anna Paquin doesn't mean that Martin Scorsese hates women. Like, women. like, like and that's the thing, like, you, you have to look, I don't know, you have to look past it. Like, if you go, okay, well, like, uh, Quentin Tarantino, right? Like, he writes uh, himself saying the N-word a lot. You can go, okay, there might be something there, right? And... But, like, when you see uh, one film that doesn't have a lot of, like, dialogue for women in it, it doesn't mean that he automatically hates all women. Um, This whole take about, you know, like, uh, representation in movies, hashtag Oscar so white, which that, the Oscars, to be fair, is a little different than what we're talking about. Um, the, The reaction to Kamala Harris dropping out has been atrocious. It's like just bad take after bad take. They're like, wow, the debate stage, it's only white people. Yeah. Completely ignoring the fact that Bernie Sanders is Jewish and Elizabeth Warren is a red woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, completely ignoring that. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, but but the they say, okay. My people came over here for... It's like, this is bad for, you know, the black community because... The the black woman running for president dropped out. She did, she did not have the support of black exactly. People. She did and not have their support. They they they're supporting Joe Biden. Look right who is supporting Bernie. It's like a very diverse coalition. You have fucking yeah. Nina Turner like turning up come at every on, rally some, for come him. Come on, somebody. Or, come on, somebody. Yeah. Come on, somebody. And it's like, just look past this thin surface level analysis and look at these movements like it's just gross and and so disheartening to see that this is the intellectual discussion going on here like 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 like, uh, well they're incapable of having like introspection or deep thought they just like react they're like they're fucking representation you know equals good representation right so so having the aesthetic of a Kamala Harris, who is a black woman, who's done more harm, like besides Joe Biden, has done more harm to black women than probably anyone on that stage, right? Yeah. Um, she looks aesthetically good, and she represents something, right? She represents like black women, right? So like that's the that's the the qualifier, you know. Look, don't look past, you know, look completely past the fact that she jailed more black women in fucking California than like. Anyone truant, wants to admit like, laughed about locking up truancy, like the parents of truant kids, um, like the like, horrible, the like transgender, like which is so fucking all these like all these like woke liberals saying this shit about her, like when she was like awful to transgender like like inmates, right, refusing to put them in like their like correct like prisons, refusing them like uh, treatment or like the like the ability, like all this shit, right, and they're bemoaning her like that that one like Charlotte Clymer. Right, saying you know she's trans and saying it's such a travesty is like, that she dropped out. And it's like you literally, like, like we see like where the class interests lie, right? Like where you're you're propping up this woman who was awful 
to trans inmates, right? It doesn't fucking matter. She's throwing, she throws um, minorities under the bus so she can fucking climb over their dead fucking carcasses to get to the top, right? Like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's that thing where, where we go, oh, okay, well, like, this police officer is not racist because they're black. It's like, well... Like the, the the police as a like system is inherently racist, regardless of if there's black um, police officers. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about this with one of my coworkers, and it's like black and blue. Like uh, you know, <laughs> li- the liberal ideology cannot look past the individual, like or aesthetically, and yeah. it's like, well, cop like it, every cop isn't bad. It's like no, that like the individual cop is not the issue. Sometimes it is, but the system that like reinforces this creates a culture around we'll pr- it like will produce like you see yeah. even quote good people who are cops will always take the side of bad cops because yeah. they're cops they like, protect their own they exactly and, and that's the thing like it, it's it's like with the system right like they 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 form ranks right so so uh you know with the whole like the catholic church scandal right that was going on where it was like okay well there's like pedophilia running rampant in the fucking church they protected their own they were worried what the fuck yeah. was going to happen to them as priests so they said you know, let's sweep this under the rug like fuck these you know little boys or whatever but like we're going to move you <laughs> yeah you know when, you, when you're done fucking them and it's like okay well they're not every single priest in the catholic church is a pedophile well right? i want to go that far <laughs> <laughs> we don't make sweeping statements <laughs> no 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 we don't want to generalize here yeah, so, um, yeah, and that that's that's the same thing with cops, right? Like, no, not every cop is fucking racist. We know that. Okay, your uncle, oh, your uncle's a cop. Yeah, right, and he, he loves black people. He's got a black best friend. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the system that he works for, perpetra- like, continuously reinforces that racist standard. I also love how people are, like, uh, for, for a short second there, they were like, man, the people on Twitter got, they bully Kamala out of it. It's like... Did you look at her polling numbers? She had no support. Like, yeah. um, so, that would have been fucking tight though. If we would have bullied her out of it, like the Bernie Bros. So, so there's some truth to that because the Chapo yes. guys had their episode this week where they um, read. It's like a New York Times, basically. Like a bunch of her staff talked to the New York Times, and like they were like, her communications team was obsessed with Twitter, and oh, obsessed okay, yeah, with the I've, people I've saying this. Kamala's a cop. And they're like they were they were like focusing so much of their attention on it, and it was a problem. You know, so what? Mayor it Pete, did work. Mayor Pete, you're next. No, absolutely. Yeah. We're definitely like, his. If if saying Kamala Harris is a cop worked, what about uh, Pete Buttigieg as a troop or as a CIA? Is a CIA plan? Yeah, he's yeah. A CIA agent. Yeah. Um, I changed can I just, my Twitter can handle. I just the CIA talk about plan. something personal really quick that happened to me today that really upset no. me. Nothing personal on the podcast, obviously. <laughs> okay, it's it's about a friend. It's not about me. Okay. Um, so this friend, I oh have, yeah, your black friend. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So I graduated college. Congratulations to me. Um, wow. We haven't. Gra- well, Josh, I'm, I haven't graduated. My last. Okay, I'm done with school. Hey, everybody! Elon Musk here just graduated college. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's my new car. Yes, sorry. Um, But, like, I'm sitting in class, and it's like these fucking leeches know the second you're done. Because as I'm leaving class, Mm -hmm. I receive an email from who who would it be? The National Guard. Mm -hmm. With the headline, subject line was, Do you have student debt? Pay it off by joining the National Guard. Yeah. And I'm like, Let me get this straight. The government 
that is entrapping people in student loans in order to repay your debt. You're going to be an indentured servant to, to them. The, to the, like the military, basically. To, yeah. to the military. And I, I emailed him back because I was, I was irate at this point. I was like, you fucking leech. Like, yeah. stop trying to trap people because I'm not desperate to pay off my loans. Like, I have a job and I don't have outstanding that much outstanding debt. I have yeah. a little. But there are genuinely people who, like, have tons and tons of debt who will read that email. And thank, like, yeah. oh, thank God. It's like a way out. And it's like, you know, uh, the whole idea of, well, you know, you can take a loan out from the company store and yeah. Yeah. it's, it's yeah, like, exactly. Jesus Christ, we're still, we're like stuck in like 1880s, the West, right? Where it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta like grow my crops. So I need grain to feed my chickens, but to get grain, I gotta ordered it from the store and then they got money. I need money to pay off the store. And so you're just stuck in this fucking. Yeah. And the, you price. sell your, well, like the store will buy your grain at a discounted price. You can use to pay off your loan. Yeah. And, and then, so yeah. it was that same exact idea. And really quickly, one more thing that's been irking me. Okay. The fucking, the fucking NFL commercials about like Drew Brees praising the troops. He's like, I want to thank the troops for your service because without the troops, we wouldn't have Dude, the NFL. But, but without without the veterans, fucking, veterans Day's fucking over. Without they did that shit. They salute the service for the fucking Veterans Day. It's with, over. It's without the month. troops, though, without the troops, we wouldn't have Pete Buttigieg. He wouldn't be here today. True. But in what universe is... You could be Pete. What, in you went to call your college educated, right? You're gay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I you work know. for McKinsey. You do have a cat that you got just for the for the for the publicity for the yes. aesthetic. Yes, uh, created his own Insta account to get the followers and clout. Um, but in what universe is the troops? The why? How does that tie in the NFL? I'm like, so like they turned <laughs> they they fucking turned Veterans Day into all season salute the service. It's like every fucking game. It's just go troops. It's like fuck. Leave you got you get the one weekend. You get that weekend. You take it. You get that you, one fucking weekend. Yeah. Half off appetizers of Applebee's or whatever. Yeah, shove like, it down my throat. Then fine. You just leave me alone after that. Fuck. Shut the fuck up. Oh wah wah. I went to go kill and rape brown people. Wah fuck. Bitches. Also, Drew Brees is the head of a fucking multi-level marketing scam. He's like the head of Advocare. Advocare is like, like you know how like you get like like emails Hi, from my, people. From my mm-hmm. name is Drew Brees. I'm yeah. over here with this multi-level marketing scheme. I'm a quarterback for the Saints Does football not sound team. Like that. <laughs> Matt's like, oh, oh, he's plays for the Saints, so he's he's got the Louisiana <laughs> Louisiana accent. Oh um, my god. No, yeah, Drew Brees is just like, yeah, Advocare is like. Oh, just buy thousands of dollars of our products and then sell. And then when you sell your stuff, you can get more sellers to do your stuff for you. Yeah, it, it wasn't Advocare, but another one of those MLMs called Herbalife that yeah. like they did a expose on basically how like they would entrap Latino women into this organization and like like the the they were so misleading about the results of how this would turn out. They they'd say, "Oh, look at all you can make off this," and it was like less than one percent made more than this, and most people lost money on it. Well, that like expose on fuck the Saints. That's the dude. that's the main thing is that the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, but. The, uh, so like uh, uh, read a similar article about advocate because like they're all the same so like it's all the same story salute to the troops the, the, the veterans defend our right to do that 
And now for today's ad read, uh, join the U.S. Marine Corps. (laughs) Does anyone know the Marine theme by heart? Because I only know the Army one. (laughs) The Marine theme? I know they have a song where they talk about from the shores of Tripoli to something else. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tripoli, hey. Hey, we're being gay on a boat. (laughs) That's the Navy, my bad. Yeah, Yeah, that's Pete. Well, the Marine Corps is part of the Navy. Not anymore. Wait, they diverged? Yeah, aren't they, aren't they their own? They're their separate branch. Their branch, God. yeah. No. Like the Air Force yeah, used the to be Marine, part of the army. It's, it's yeah. the the army, the Air Force, the Marines, and the Navy, and then there's the Coast, okay, the Coast Guard. Okay, okay Google. Guard. Is the Marine Corps still part of the Navy? You're offline, you bitch. Yeah, you fucking whore. It's <laughs> my favorite part. About of course, this. a fucking woman would be offline. My favorite part about these sorts of phones is you just like, like, oh, we visioned the future where we just yell at our phones, and then our phones ignore us. Yeah, Black Mirror. What if your phone could answer questions, but it never answered you? Oh, isn't that crazy? What if your phone bitched and nagged at you when you got home from fucking work? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a was that that movie Her or whatever with Walking Phoenix? Honey, I'm just trying to find. I just got off fucking work. (laughs) Bitch, bitch, bitch. It's like it's like his phone with like somehow like with like a baby harness to it. It's like well if you. You were ever if you were ever here it's a little the marine corps yeah. has been a component of the u.s navy since june 30th 1834 is it it's not its own branch. It's no branch. it's part it's of the navy 100 its own branch it has to be this is that, that, Pol- it's, that the- it's that polynesian argument all over again. oh fuck we're gonna do that again we're arguing like two two true things <laughs> just yelling at each other but yeah, one of my favorite NFL podcasts. I had to unsubscribe because the, the U.S. Marine Corps is one of their sponsors. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I still listen to it. Like <laughs> you, I get their like I ima- in a mat to get through it. I imagine them like holding a gun to their head, like an M16 mm-hmm. right there. Like fucking read Speaking the ads. Speaking of the NFL, like we never talked about the like the Miles Garrett thing, like Mason True? Rudolph. Did you see that? Where like uh, at the end? It was just it was a few weeks ago now, but. At the end of like this of the uh, Cleveland um, Pittsburgh game, mm-hmm. um, you know uh, the the Cleveland won, right? The, yeah, Cleveland. Can won. we the just United say- States Marines is a branch of the United States Armed Forces responsible for conducting expeditionary and amphibious operations with the United States Navy as well as the Army and the Air Force. The U.S. Marine Corps is one of seven uniformed services of the United States. Okay, it's its own branch. Eh, it's not, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, God. Where were we going? We were talking Talk about, about Freako, Miles Garrett and the Browns. Yeah. Um, can I just say, Mason Rudolph, he's probably said the N word, right? Well, that's like, what Miles Garrett said is that like the only reason, which is like, it's not, well, I don't say it's not true, but if you watch the video, Mason Rudolph, right? So like the game ends, the Steelers lost, he's their quarterback. Miles Garrett like knocks him to the ground. And then while they're on the ground, you see clearly Rudolph grab like Miles uh, Garrett's helmet and then try to rip it off. And then they get up and Miles Garrett rips his helmet off and then he whacks him in the head with it, which is like very dangerous. Hear like, me out. Yeah. I, I, I would like universe where Mason Rudolph still says the N word, just not in the game. He said it before. Yeah. And Miles Garrett is so enraged that he thinks he hears the N word and then bops him in the head. So the Department of the Navy. <laughs> so the Secretary of the Navy is the head of the Marine Corps, but the Marine Corps is its own separate branch. Okay. 
I think they do work the few the proud the marines come be gay on a boat with the navy i joined i could be gay on a go boat. go anyway, sign up there they need they need but that's you. what miles garrett said is that he said oh um which is like i don't want to say i don't want to say he's lying miles garrett didn't say the n-word he called him a moon cricket like he's like mason rudolph called me a moon cricket well he did look his defense of his actions was Mason Rudolph called me the N-word, which is like, in fairness, though, that is used by like, I mean, every time. 85% like, of the, the NFL. Wait, who's yeah. that? Who who called who the N-word? He claimed. Alle- uh, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. You know, who are these people? So Mason Rudolph is the quarterback of the Steelers, right? Okay. And he's a MAGA chud shithead, right? Is he the guy that got his helmet ripped off and yes. then hit over the head? Yes. With? yes. Yeah, fuck that guy. He deserves it. I was gonna say that... He's a little whiny bitch. He is, and like, 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 um, he's a whiny bitch for being, you know... Oh, most, but like most NFL people, like most athletes are fucking MAGA chuds. Like, there, there's a lot of like... I wouldn't say... No, I'd say not like this. This is a whole like other level. Guy. Yeah. What like, about that guy with the... Uh, we haven't talked about this. What about the guy, the the player for the San Francisco 49ers who said he'd fucking kill Bernie. Uh, Nick Boza. Yeah, Fuck yeah he's guy. MAGA but, so like, for life. Really, but honestly, only the Boza Bitch. brothers, um, Rudolph, and like probably Tom Brady are like the chuds in the NFL. Because it's like majority black. So like most of them are either going to be on board with Kaepernick or at the very least will privately support him while not doing an open because the owners will just, you know, fuck him over, right? Because we've seen that happen, clearly. Um, anyway, I was going to say that big a lot of outrage right over because like i mean one of the few ways to outright kill someone on a football field is to smash them in the head with a helmet dope i really wish you would have fucking died that would have been cool but 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 at the same time i like have like no sympathy for him because a he started it he fucking started the fight because he was grabbing miles garrett first and then when he gets whacked right now all of a sudden he's the big victim and then he goes on and says like oh it was a cheap shot it was this that and the other right i'm like not really dude like you started the scuffle and then like when it got too real for you right now it's bad also, yeah, he's like a chud. Like he See, has- back in my day, when two NFL players, they would... Uh, one more NFL player. They would, they would put the razors into these rain <laughs> barrels. Yeah. They put and, them into the rain barrels. And, and the rest would take out these razors and be like, you know, watch out for that guy. He's a slippery. No, do you like what, the, what that one commentator said? Like, oh, back in my day, you just shit yourself on the sideline. You wouldn't go into the bat, go into the bathroom <laughs> during a game. Like, and that's the thing. Was back like, in my day, you used to be able to have gay sex in the locker room. Remember, Not now. I remember yeah. back in the day, the good old founding days of the NFL, where you could call a black man the N-word, and there'd be absolutely zero repercussions. <laughs> it, was now, part, it was part of the game, subsection 6, paragraph 3 of the rules <laughs> yeah. of the NFL. You may call a person the N-word and get away with it. Now it's the no fun league. Yeah. You can't say the N word. No fun. Yeah, exactly. Actually, no, I do. You actually, can still say the N word just privately. Um, so I actually do have like, like, qualms with the um, like because there's like rules now in college and in the NFL that if you say the N word near a ref, you get a penalty on you. Because I think that's like fucking stupid. Like, like regardless of race or intention, just yeah. saying the N word. As a just say the ref? N-word. No, if, if a player. Says oh yeah, the refs are just going around oh, saying. Oh, it. I thought you meant like the ref would get like a. No, if the okay. ref calls a player the N word. <laughs> yeah. Come on, boy. <laughs> get on now. <laughs> um, Run the ball down the field, boy. <laughs> Dog it. Like 
Like fucking Roger. <laughs> fucking, um, what's his name? The the Jerry Jones or whatever. Come yeah. on now. Get down Well, we know Jerry Jones has let it slip a yeah. few times, especially oh, okay. in the 80s. Like yeah. Roger Goodell is coming. I was like, all right. Now, I want to address the video from last week where we have... Several referees. The slave driver. No, no, no. Matt, you might have missed this, but the owner for the Panthers, the reason why he's not there, is because he said the N word during, like, is that Papa John? That's probably Papa John I'm thinking of, but also the Panthers owner. No, the Panthers owner was racist. He did say the N word on, like, a conference call. There's a day. I don't know. There's a day of reckoning. I've had 40 pizzas in 30 days. Well, no, because Papa John initially got released because he said the N word during a sensitivity training. Because he was using as an example. Well, people don't say the N word, but he actually said the N word, right? Um, but now <laughs> Matt brought up the interview where he's just like, I've been eating 40 pizzas in 30 days. He looks so shit. He looks he's like he's well melting. Sour. He's melting. <laughs> he looks like he's melting. Yeah. He is the garlic butter they put on like the fucking pizza there. Like, I'm not trying eat- to be racist. There is a day of reckoning, but how come 13% of the population? Have you seen the skull sizes? Oh, wow. Yeah. So boys, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, Josh has a has a thing to go to. Has a you know. Uh, the only the last closing remarks are um, watch watch Watchmen. It's actually good mm-hmm. now. So watch the Irishman. I think I would recommend it. The Bears play tonight. By yeah, the way, that's true. That's what I'm gonna watch go the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Do a beat down on the Big D. The Big D. People call Dallas the Big D. Oh. I think, I think a certain set of people. You know, the back, big back D. When, back when the Dallas Cowboys was founded, we only had one principal in mind, and that was fuck. Boop. All right. See and you next week, guys. <laughs> All right. See you. Bye.